Hello, hello, guys and girls. Welcome to another episode of Rock Confessions Podcast. I know it has been some time since the last episode, but without the situation of coronavirus, uh, has brought a lot of questions and a lot of uncertain times. But we are back because we want to keep you entertained while you are at home, as you should. So we are back into throwing some episodes to give you some content for you to hear at home and yeah, to enjoy it. So before starting, I would like to do an appeal for you that is hearing you he's hearing us right now a lot of people around the world uh, and we have seen this everywhere as disrespected the recommendations of the local authorities when the local governments have announced lockdowns so remember and this is a really a personal appeal that i do to you remember that this is not about your safety only but it's also about the safety of the ones you love the most so let's all be responsible and just stay the fuck home Our grandparents were requested to go to war. We are just being requested to stay at home, just in the fucking sofa. It's not that hard. Huh? I hope you are doing great and that you are listening to this episode from home. So please stay safe. And without any further ado, I would like to introduce you our guest of today. Today we will be speaking with João Amorim, aka Follow the Sun Travel. What's up, Johnny? How are you doing? Hey, man. I'm fine. <laughs> at home. Doing great. Course. That's yeah, good. That's a bit, good. See, a bit more to be at home, but that's yeah. It's hard for be. yeah. That's hard for someone, especially that is always on the road, uh, always on the move. But uh, yeah, it's yeah. good. It's good that you are, you and other people that are big travel influences are giving the example and are putting this message forward that people should stay at home and they should respect the the World Health Organization recommendations. So yeah, differently yeah, than. Then all the other guests I've had around on the podcast, João is a person that I actually know personally and that I had the pleasure to spend some good adventure moments with. Since I already know you quite well, tells, tells us, please, who is that crazy motherfucker that takes pics with massive airy spiders on his face? <laughs> well, uh, what should I say? Like, I, I like I like to take pictures, but I don't consider myself a photographer, I think. At least I don't feel that I know enough to say that I am a photographer. I'm just a guy that likes to travel. And I and I do travel a lot because I'm also a travel guide here in Portugal. I I travel for myself. I, I've been, like last month, I've been in Saudi Arabia with some friends. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I was following the journey. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. I just like to travel. I, I started with... I started to study biochemistry, actually, uh, like 10 yeah. years ago. I don't know why, just because I think it's what a lot of we, like young people do. We just go to the university be just because it's cool Without, to go. Because it's part of the social, let's say, standards, let's say, to yeah, finish yeah. high school. And no one, no one like demanded me to go to the university, but I, but I felt like that I should go. And of course, maybe you should go when you really know what you like or what you want to do or what you want to study or what you want to work. But I didn't. And I went anyway. I studied biochemistry. And then when I was starting to work five years after I started my my studies, I understood that I didn't like what I was doing, like not even a little bit. But I you still finished your actually, studies, right? Yeah, I finished. I finished. I, I worked in two different places. The first place I didn't like to work there because I didn't like also 
some of the people that work there, my boss included. But then I, <laughs> I changed it to another place. I loved everyone. It was really fun to be with them, but I didn't like what I was doing, so I was not feeling happy. And that's when I decided to like that I wanted to travel. I have this feeling that the, that could maybe like change the way I look at myself. Maybe could I could learn something mm -hmm. more about myself. I I did I actually didn't know what I liked and what I didn't like. So that's why I went. I I traveled and I and I did travel for yeah. like almost one year in South and Central America. Yeah, we will go. We will go through there more into detail after I have some questions prepared for you. So today we are here to talk about what is travel for you and how does a camera plays a role. Like it's okay, kind of okay. like of it's like kind of a, a threesome where you have three actors playing you, your travels, and your camera. So yeah. in your opinion, who is the dominant? <laughs> my my travels, I think. So Because it's the I... travels that push you, push you kind of like. It's that your travels that motivate you uh, to do the other stuff, let's say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, uh, as I I was saying, I don't I, I don't consider myself a photographer. I I would like to one day to to be confident enough to say that I am a photographer. Or man, you just it's actually just a uh, just a detail. Like you won last year the contest that I was us also on the finalist for photography. So you But can consider yourself. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Just, uh, just like for those contest. that doesn't know. Yeah. For those that doesn't know me and uh, João, we were like on the Portuguese uh, open world uh, war bloggers awards from Mondo last year on the category of photography. We were both finalists, but actually I didn't won and uh, João won. So yeah, got kind of <laughs> fucked up. Well, that's that's yeah, that's true. So you can, I think you can consider yourself a photographer. Yeah, maybe, maybe you think you I cannot think. consider yourself a photographer yet, but I I I, I, I know are. that I don't know enough, you know, and I don't. I I, I think I I feel that I should know more. But like photography is a way that is is the way that I found to to be able to tell my stories and to maybe to get to to people that are following me and to make them interested in what I am saying and that what I am sharing. And I, I do love photography. I'm, I love photography more and more each time. But yeah, one day I, I would like to, to I think when, when I feel confident and when I have like my first job as a travel photographer or a, Uh, travel you need journey. that. You need, you need that. Uh, that vote of trust then to feel yeah, maybe, comfortable to call yourself. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, all this started for you, like how you came from the regular João. I'm saying regular because Portuguese joke João is a super common name in Portugal. <laughs> let's say to start inspiring people to travel. Not about how you started this journey, but how did you? F when it was the moment that you said, like, okay, I this is what I do. I love what I do, but using a camera might actually help me to start inspiring others to follow what I do and to do follow their like what they like at yeah, the end. Yeah, it's actually funny because I, I was as I was saying before I, I I traveled for almost one year in South South America and I came back to Portugal and I still still didn't like I, I still didn't don't have all the questions all the answers to my questions, you know, but I have some and One thing that I understood while traveling is that I really like to do that. You know, I really like to travel. 
And I always, since before traveling in South America, while I was traveling in Portugal or camping in the mountains or wherever, I always had this um, urge of taking my friends with me or sharing the experience that I was doing. And yeah, that, I've been one of those lucky guys. <laughs> no, that's always it's true. Yeah, yeah, that always motivated me. So I just, I just started to do that because I, when I started to work as a travel guide, it was, it was with that in mind that I, I like, I like these places. I like to travel, and I want to take people to travel with me to, to, to try to show them what I feel about traveling, how I travel, how I try to treat other people uh, while traveling. I, I will try to discover and other cultures. And yeah, that's, that's when I started to share. Actually, in the beginning, I was not using Instagram or whatever because I felt that Instagram only cared about like beautiful beaches and nice girl asses and <laughs> couples kissing on the beach and things like that and that and, and i didn't like that true. yeah it's a bit it's a bit true right but yeah that, but now it's now, now it has passed to tiktok i think <laughs> maybe maybe yeah. yeah but that thing that i i was on instagram and i was seeing all these profiles with tons of followers and I was trying to see his content, their content about traveling and I, for me it was shit, you know, it was not. You didn't real. identify yourself with the. Yeah, it was not real traveling, travel content. It was just beautiful pictures, a beautiful beach. That's also traveling, but traveling is much more than that. And that in the beginning got me frustrated, you know, like I wanted to share my stuff, but no one cared. But then it inspired me and motivated me to share more, you know, because I know that traveling is not just beautiful beaches or beautiful girls or whatever. Travel, traveling is that also, but it's much more. And that much more is what is, uh, interests me. So I started to get motivated to, to share my travels and my ideas because I didn't want people to to say, oh, I, Instagram doesn't have real content. I wanted to yeah, give Instagram what I think is real traveling content. And I do that. A lot of people do that. So now people don't have the excuse to say that Instagram is just bullshit because it's not just bullshit. It's also nice. Yeah, that's true. Strong messages. And that's, that's cool. That's true. And that's why I decided to, and I, I'm thankful for you to accept the invitation to come to the podcast, to the Rock Confessions podcast, because I really think, I believe that uh, you have a different style of approach to the travel photography and uh, that you bring something different to the table. And, and this is important. Your perspective is, uh, it's important. Others are as well different perspectives. And maybe they are more the ones that you say, I think they are more marketing oriented, let's say, in a certain way. Yeah. While while yours, it's more real uh, and raw. So that's why it yeah. makes sense <laughs> to have you here on this show. So, but then between travel and photography, what came first was actually travel, right? Yeah, yeah. Or, are, you, are you already took pictures before starting to travel? Yeah, I, I like it. To, I think when I was... Young, I didn't like to take pictures or whatever. But then when I started to 
to live these unique experiences, these unique sunsets, these unique sunrises, uh, to find these unique spots in Portugal. I had this feeling that I want to, to take a picture of that place so that I can remember later. And that, that, that need was what got me into photography, you know? So I started yeah, to yeah, I use a camera, take pictures. For a, a long time, I didn't know nothing about that. But then, yes, I went to travel in South America and I took a lot of pictures, as you can imagine. And yeah. yes. I think it was after that that I started to to try to learn a, a little bit more about photography, not just like taking pictures and that's it. After that, I bought my first kind of nice camera. It was a really cheap camera, but it was better than the ones I had before. And I started to using manual to take more pictures, to learn about lenses and all that stuff. That's, that's yeah. That's I think that's how it goes. Indeed, we all started with a uh, a moment where we felt like okay, let's go get our first camera, and then things escalate quite quickly for me. For yeah, my yeah. opinion. Uh, so. Since then, since this moment where you started to travel, to starting to share this experience with people from the places that you visit, the people, the culture, the food, etc. Since then, were you ever able to travel without any camera or so? And if not, how do you think you would feel if you would go somewhere without a camera? <laughs> not not even your phone, let's say. No, I, I wouldn't do that, uh, I think. It's, it's difficult to imagine that because I think I actually never did it, you know? And sometimes I go into some, these places and I don't take pictures. I, I'm not mm -hmm. that guy that likes to take pictures to everything or like uh, a lot of people do that, right? With their phones, they yeah. take pictures to everything, to the food they eat. Yeah. To, I, don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't do that. I don't like to, to do that. But I like to take pictures to moments that I feel that I will enjoy to see later. Uh, so, But it would be difficult to travel without a camera without the phone, without a way to record what I am doing. I, I yeah, think I wouldn't like Because at the end, it's like memories to keep for, for the future. Yeah, that's Even true. Even if you don't and share also, it for you. Yeah, but also, like, I like to share it, you know? So Yeah, I know, I know, I know. So I would, I, I would feel like I was losing this uh, opportunity to share also the things that I was, I was mm -hmm. doing. So, Yeah. <laughs> I think I won't do that. But it also feels, yeah, yeah. But I think it also, if it's also a little bit like, um, I don't know. I don't know if it works the same for you, but for me, it's like when you travel, you take these pictures, you come back home, and you can relieve better those moments if you have visual, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, sure, stimulation. Let's say for me, I'm a very visual person. Let's say, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I think that the photos that I take on a on a trip, they help me to remind better moments you know because yeah. if i don't have those pictures i will remind but with way less detail than if i have the shots and i think you forget like after yeah, yeah of years course 15 years of you course. and the details yeah and if you just go, i have yeah. i have friends that say that they like they 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 they, they don't use pictures that as we use them but they like take pictures and they only see the pictures one year later and then yeah. they say that they like they feel that they are living again because you you your memories get lost and then you you recover those memories like one year later and that's, yeah yeah that's, that's indeed that, that's the thing 
and and following these topics so in my opinion i think that there are like two types of exodus in traveling like those there are those travels that really makes us happy for all the moments and beautiful experience that we live like also all these beautiful places sunrises beaches whatever you want to call it you name it mountains hikes whatever but and there are those travels that are meaningful in rich into like an introspective sense you know what i mean in which ones do you prefer like you know there are these tra travels that are beautiful on this way because of the landscape and so ever and there are those that are very meaningful and rich for yeah, us yeah yeah kind of self-discovery you know what i mean yeah i know like i i try to to make a mixture of both i like to go to these places that where i know i i will find like a strong different culture and i will learn something new but if those countries have mountains or jungles or nice beautiful places mm -hmm. i try to to look for that for example i I went to, but also when I go to places that don't actually have that, I, I would try to make like different experiences so that I can live uh, an adventure. For example, I went yeah, to yeah. Iceland, and of course, you know, like Iceland is the culture is really similar to ours. I think a bit different, but yeah, there is so still Europe. You don't yeah. go to Iceland because of the culture. You go to Iceland because of the landscape, right? Yeah, yeah, indeed. So I wanted to like to to go to Iceland because I like to take pictures, but I also wanted to like to live an adventure. So what I decided to do is try to go to Iceland to see the most and to spend the less. So okay. I, I went there, which is not which is not easy in Iceland. Which is not easy because I think they say it's the fourth more expensive country in the world. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's expensive. it's expensive, yeah. and I in like in two weeks. I spent it like two two hundred euros. So it was in two weeks, two hundred euros. Yeah, yeah. I think you should write a book about. That. <laughs> so I can't. How to spend? How to spend? To. Yeah, yeah. But it, it was summer, right? It was summer, yeah. But also, they they say it was the worst summer in one hundred years. In so terms of cold. temperature, yeah, it was cold ah, it was... and really windy, uh, but but it was sun most of the time also rained a little bit it was not easy but it was really cool <laughs> but I, i think you should write a book man honestly how to spend 200 euros in two weeks in <laughs> because i think that's probably a world record if not it's very yeah. close <laughs> maybe 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 <laughs> and, yeah, and from all from all all these travels to it that you have done oh, do you have anyone that was like that you learn more about yourself and why then tell us a little bit about did you have any like traveling experience that you have passed that has been a life-changing for you i don't know man i think like the first time that i traveled the first before going to to south and central america for one year i went to, to egypt mm -hmm. for one week or something and i i went with some friends and i met some people there and that changed a little bit my life because For the first time, I went to a completely different country and mm -hmm. I saw life in a way that we never, I never did, you know, like, for example, I remember meeting a guy that was a re revolutionary guy, like he liked to go to the streets and, and to like... Where was this? Where was this? Egypt. Egypt, yeah, yeah. But 
he was like he said he was ready to die. I was okay. like, why? Fuck! Are you ready to die for your country? I, I wouldn't die for Portugal. You know, I like Portugal, but I wouldn't die for Portugal. But but then like the they were not free. They he, he felt that he, he was not free. You know, like so. I, I the first time it was the first time that I met someone that thought about life in a way completely different than mine now maybe mm -hmm. i understand a little bit more the freedom stuff because now that we are locked at home because of this corona thing yes. it's it's funny because we're just locked at home for a few months probably and i think i already understand better what these people mm -hmm. live their whole life they are they are they are not free their whole life it's crazy so that that changed a lot my the way i've thought about stuff but also like i think the like the biggest travel that i did like the one year traveling around south and central america changed me a lot but i i don't know like there was not it was not like one moment moment that changed everything it was all the experience like the bro like the process you mean like all yeah the like yeah the thing is that before go before traveling because i was i was anxious about everything you know I, i did a university degree i didn't like and then i i didn't know what i liked so i didn't mm -hmm. want didn't know what i wanted to do in the future i was lost mm -hmm. yeah and after yeah. traveling i i was calm i didn't know i don't know and i didn't know a lot of the answers but but i was I was not stressed. I was calm. You were just feeling better. I was feeling better. And I think that's what traveling gave me, you know? They, I, I met a lot of different people that thought and lived completely different than what I think and what I, the way I live. And they were happy. And they were also yeah. nice people with... So what I understood is that you don't need to follow a rule to be happy or to to make money or to work or whatever. You need to find your own path, your own rule. And when I saw that while traveling, when I saw all these different people with different standards than that we have, and I saw that they are happy also, they don't need to do a university degree or to have a lot of money or to be married or to whatever. I started to really understand that I just needed to focus on finding my path. And I was... Yeah, like finding your own happiness. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was not like looking at no one to be the same as they are. I was just like waiting for the answers to show to show themselves to me and that happened because after a few months after i came back for my travel i understood that i wanted to to be a travel guide to start traveling more and continue traveling take people traveling with me create an instagram where i share my experiences and all that stuff and that that changed me a lot And, uh, and you know I follow your travels pretty closely. And if you guys don't do it, just head out to Instagram right now and make sure you follow follow the Sun Travel. <laughs> and one of the things I appreciate the most uh, personally, and that I believe that must be the most heavy experience in terms of emotions, 
is the thing you do with the photos of people that you take pics of them in one year then on the year after you come back to give those photos back to them it's beautiful to see actually the reactions of these people yeah, yeah. and tell us about the feelings as emotion of doing this i mean i've seen you going pretty emotional as well on your story sometimes yeah. so just give us your perspective like how do you think that this is like something special how why is it special yeah before that uh, i just want to say i was i was speaking about this kind of instagram profiles that only share beautiful beaches and beautiful places and i don't judge them you know like they if they like to travel like that i think it's kind of okay i just yeah it's know, their it's their own it's their own happiness as well yeah yeah i just know and feel that traveling is much more than that even like you you focus your shares in the pictures that you take and you show that. And I also do that sometimes. But I know that you as a traveler, as a photographer, when you go to a place, you try to speak with the people, you try to make a good impression, you try to have this kind of experiences that you know that will change your life. You, you don't travel mm -hmm. just because of the photography. And I think that's yeah, the yeah. problem when you travel just because you want to see a beautiful place or just because you want to take that beautiful pictures and and you don't care about the people where you are going you will don't you won't be a good uh influence in that culture in those people and that kind of traveling that only focus on on the last on or, well So that, that kind of travels that only focus on like pictures or things or places. On the outcome and not on the path. Yeah, you know, yeah, whatever. yeah, that's it. That's it. That that kind of travels they like they corrupt the culture, you know, like so you will go to India or wherever, or you'll go to Bali or you will go to Iceland and you see these people that they don't care about you anymore because they are used to tourists that just go there because They want yeah. to take things and don't give back anything else. So I think it's important to have this idea that traveling, you don't need to travel as me. You don't need to reach hike. You don't need to. But when you're like, even if you're just a photographer and you want to go to a place to take a picture, you can be a good or a bad influence, a good or a bad example. You can have a positive or a negative influence in the in the culture. And that's what I'm focused in. I, I try to have a good influence in the culture. And I found that related to this thing that you asked me about the pictures. So I found that when, when you go to a place and you see, for example, these kids waiting for a picture or this young or this old guy waiting for a picture and ask you for money or whatever, they are so used to this thing that you you they are there for you to pay them money to give them money and they don't yeah, they are not, it's not natural anymore it kind of lose the natural thing of it yeah sometimes. yeah and they are I also saw these they, things sometimes yeah and it's normal because you know like you go there you take the picture you give the money it's easy but if you try and uh, break that chain of reaction everything changes you know like if you stand there and you don't take him a picture and you talk with him you, you for like one minute probably don't know how to react but then 
he will forget is there to take you money and then he, he will start talking with you and then in the end he probably take a picture and he, he doesn't ask you for money and what i found because i'm a travel guy and i go a lot of times to the same places what i did is that i started to take pictures to these old guys or these young kids that are there to waiting for a picture and then the next time that I go, I give them back the pictures that, that I took the last time. Mm -hmm. And the reactions are amazing because they are so not used to this kind of interaction. Yeah. They are not used to people actually caring about them, knowing their names, talking with them. That, that changes everything. From that moment on, they will start, still see a lot of tourists as they used to see them, you know, like a bags of money. But then they will remember that are other tourists, other travelers that are there to talk with them, to get to know them, to mm -hmm. spend some time with them. And I think that's important because you're, you're having a good influence in people. And that's really strong and really emotional because if you give a picture to someone... I think like they, from that that moment on, you can talk with them and they will talk with you and they will get you, emotional you, sometimes and you will get emotional and it's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful experience. And have you ever had like a very very like a not like bad reaction or it was mostly positive? Like have you ever had like a really bad reaction of? This? I never like, I never had a bad reaction, <laughs> but I had some strange ones i think because uh so when you do this like in peru or something they they always get really really happy but i went to colombia i go to colombia as a travel guide so and in this trips that i do i go to a um, indigenous village in a place called Tirona national park it's like a mountain and they there are a lot of indigenous people living there and some of them are like ra like you can you can't get there because it's in the jungle in the mountains you need to walk for like 3 days so i never got to one of those places but there are some villages of indigenous people that are close by the civilization so mm -hmm. okay you can like take a, a moto and get there in like 3 hours going up okay. the mountain so I went to one of those villages and it was a strong experience because in some way, some people were already corrupted by money. You know, that they were looking at me, trying to take money out of me and asking me for money. But some others were not. So they were not used to see white people there. So I was trying to focus on those children that were not corrupted and try to play with them, to talk with them. Mm -hmm. but, but their reactions are completely different from what we are used to i think like if you go to india if you go to some other places in colombia if you go to peru you you know like people smile and you know what that means people are angry and you know in their faces what that mean but in that place i couldn't read their expressions because they were so different I think like mm -hmm. the kids were happy, but they look mad, but then they smile, but then they look mad again, just because they are so different from us. Yeah, and you cannot really read them because yeah, it's, it's the really way they great. show happiness is maybe it's not different. standard. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, not it, standard. Yeah. 
at the end is a matter of like education let's say let's say maybe they are not educated to show happiness by smiling yeah I mean, yeah this is at the end if you think about we are just educated as such because it's like reflex of what we see we as humans we learn and copy so our on our normal culture smiling is uh let's say uh, a, a, a sign that you are happy or that you are uh, yeah, yeah but happy maybe somehow. not their culture yeah in indeed, their indeed. Culture, they need to show that they are strong so if they smile that they are not strong And it, it was funny to get to a place where you couldn't read the expressions of people. It was kind of amazing. But then, like, I took pictures of them that that time. And then I went back one year later and I give them back the pictures. And also, like, you, you could sometimes feel their excitement and their happiness. But sometimes you couldn't. So I was always like this. I didn't know if I was welcome there or not. Sometimes I felt that I was really welcome. People were happy, but sometimes they were not. Some people asked me to take more pictures. Some others asked me to like go away. It was it was kind of like scary and crazy yeah, and emotional I... at the same time. It was a cool experience, yeah. So following all this all this um all these things you do that make you in a certain way a different style of traveler uh and and that you share stuff that it's usually other type of travelers don't share and that's what makes your content unique let's say if you could change anything about the travel community what would it be i think the travel community is already changing you know yeah especially with uh all this situation going on i really believe that the world is going to flip <laughs> yeah after, after all this is happening i think a lot of rea the reality is going to be I hope that this goes fast and that we are able to surpass this uh, storm with yeah. uh, happiness and with the solidarity between everyone. But I think that it's going to bring a lot of different realities. Uh, like yeah, we are not going to see the world. Yeah, okay, yeah, before. yeah. yeah even before. before coronavirus, I think people are learning, at least in Portugal, I can speak about Portugal because uh, I think like if you if you think about that, Five, ten years ago, the kind of travels that people did in Portugal generally were like resorts and all that stuff. You don't, mm -hmm. you didn't find a lot of people that wanted to really get to know a culture, to explore, to backpack or whatever. And I think to get that lost, is, basically. Yeah, and that is changing a lot. So people now understand the difference between going to a resort in Mexico and going to travel in Mexico, for example, because it's different. It can it's be totally different. Yeah, yeah, it can be cool. Like if your thing is to go to a resort, you, you can go to a resort, and you can make the difference anyway. You can be nice to the people, uh, treat them well, and you will be a good influence anyway. You know, like yeah, yeah, you are paying an hotel, you are giving employment, yeah, yeah, contributing be, for can... the wealth of a country that is poor. So yeah, it's, yeah, I don't it's feel still like okay. Yeah, I don't feel that I'm a better traveler than someone that goes to a resort. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. Depends on what kind of people, uh, what kind of behavior they have when they are mm -hmm. in those places. And I sometimes mm -hmm. I get messages of people saying, you know, I went to a resort in whatever, and I, I because of what you shared, I start, I decided to take a local bus to go to somewhere. And I, I think about that and maybe like the the experience that they did 
taking a local bus was way more challenging for them than me going to Saudi Arabia and hitchhike for a month. You know, so maybe they are even more hardcore travelers than I am if you compare the way they think or and the way I think, you know? And they are maybe making... Yeah, yeah, they are getting... You already used to be outside of your comfort zone, let's say. It means that your comfort zone has shift. Yeah, that's true. And they're... they're less comfort yeah, zone. And yeah, yeah, that's true. So there, there is no, not... Actually, there is a right way of traveling. The right way of traveling is when you travel and you are a nice person and you make a good impact on the culture and make a good impact on people. But you don't need to hitchhike to, to do that. You don't need to go to Iran to do that. You can whatever, you can do whatever. But I think people are starting to understand this. So they see a profile like mine and they see a profile like some other profile where they only share nice pictures and they only share things about the clothes that they were, are wearing or something. And they understand the difference. And that's what is important for me is that people know that there is a difference. If they like more the other kind of content, okay, they can follow them and it's okay. But if they like more like adventure content, real travel, crazy experiences, cultures or whatever, they can follow me or follow other persons that share the same things that I share or other photographers that take better pictures than mine like you and don't focus so much <laughs> you, you you want me man you want me the contest <laughs> no because i want because Technically. not a photography a hundred percent photography contest you know it was a mixture but yeah but like you you don't focus so much on these interactions but i know that you don't also you don't are trying to trick people that traveling just go to this place and take this beautiful picture and sunset and sunrise or whatever you no no it's actually true and i share even though it's not the type of content i share uh i do have a lot of experience and i do appreciate that and i totally agree with you uh, even i can give you an example sometimes when i'm traveling somewhere uh i'm like on uh, some hotel let's say uh even if it's uh cheap or an expensive or well, doesn't matter if i'm like on a hotel sometimes i go out of my room i go to the lobby and i go to speak with the persons that are working there yeah and yeah. i just stay there around for like i don't know if 50 20 30 minutes i speak to them i even i can give you an example last uh, november i was in vietnam and i was really on the nice uh i stayed on a mountain retreat in sapa which is like on the mountains close to the biggest mountain in you know china And I stayed there. I was very lucky to stay at a very nice place. That it's like it was like a mountain retreat. That it was like basically managed by a family. So I really felt like I was like in their house, you know. Because even though you are staying on an accommodation, it was such a familiar environment that you felt at home. So sometimes I was guys, and I stayed there for like five days. And uh, and sometimes I was like going out of my room. And they were like planting like uh, vegetables and so on. And I was like talking to them, trying to learn how did they manage their stuff? Like how did they collect it? Like because they were very focused on like producing only food for local from local producers and so on. So I was really like interested in understanding their perspective, how they manage their job, their, their hotel. I even at the end, I was flying my drone. I took some pictures of their hotel uh, with the drone. I gave them the pictures, you know. This type of like interaction that I think it's very important when you go somewhere that makes you like a good traveler, as you said, is that you 
don't like use the location to serve you, let's say, but uh, also serve the location and serve the community in a sense that you interact and you blend and you communicate. You try to understand their culture, their values, yeah. and and why they do what they do, why they behave how they behave on a respectful way, not looking for differences, but looking to assimilate and bring people together at the end. I think that's very important. And that's also like the only way you can learn while traveling, you know? Because if you travel and you don't know nothing about the culture, culture of the places you are traveling to, you won't learn nothing. Maybe you can learn with your experiences because you, you had this food poisoning and that made you think this or that. <laughs> That's me you, all the time. All the time yeah, I have food poison. Yeah, or like you're you're not comfortable in your safe place or whatever, and, and you learn with those things. But if you really want the the experience to last, I think travel can make you a better person if you're willing to make the effort to to get to know other cultures and to learn other ways of living. And the thing that is funny, and I think. It's with me and probably with most of the people in the world, maybe not everyone, because I know that a lot of people are really like they they remember visually what they are seeing. But like, for example, mm -hmm, yeah. I, I in Peru, there are really big glaciers and also in Iceland, there are really big glaciers and I've been in both places. And if you if you tell me and ask me to compare those places I can't compare them because it's such, such a big mm -hmm. different yeah, thing that I'm not used to see such a massive place that you kind of like forget the feeling of being there. You know what I'm saying? And you, I think, yeah. And then the thing is that one year later or 10 years later, if you, if you go and see a glacier, it's like you've seen, a glacier for the first time because you've kind of forgot the feeling of being there and maybe like 20 years later you don't even remember that you've been close to a glacier or the name but if you live like a really strong experience with people it's way more different to forget it's more difficult to forget because you like if you learn something if you're like living in the in this place like you're saying like you felt like you were in their home probably you have food with them you learn you talk with them i was, I was like uh it was dinner time they were having dinner all together sitting on their table and i was having dinner just on the other side of the living room and you know and and, and i wanted yeah. to just like i wanted like oh maybe I could sit with them. I didn't ask because I was shy, but I was thinking like to sit with them, share the experience, understand their language, and just know what's going on. Yeah. And I, like when I, when I take people to travel with me, like when I'm a travel guide and people come with me and for example, in Peru, we go to, of course, to Machu Picchu. Right. And it's amazing. It's a amazing place. Really beautiful. But then we also go one night to this, Um, village in a mountain like a village with 10 different mm -hmm. houses in, uh, it's a really it's at 4,000 it's 4,000 meters high the village is like really cold and people have really simple lives they are like llamas 
shepherds yeah. and things like that. And we, we sleep there with them, with their condition, conditions mm -hmm. there. Like we are cold, like the, the bathroom is outside, it's cold. But one year later, when I talk with the people that came with me, the things that they talk about, the experience that they remember, is not Machu Picchu. No, it's that night that we spend with this family. Because the, those are the moments people. that stay, that they will remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's and, true. And uh, I believe that we, like, um, as all the creators, we have those introspective moments where we question everything we do and we ask ourselves about the meaning of the stuff we do and why do we do what we do. And do you have any triggers that uh, put this type of questions into your mind? Like, do you ever have any of those moments, like, where you are, like, doubting about what, if you are doing it's the correct, the correct thing or not if you are really going through the right path or not and uh, how do you basically manage to get the motivation to keep moving forward and doing uh, i mean at the end doing what you love to do the most you know i i, I used to have a lot of this moments more negative moments when in the beginning when i was when i was like trying to decide if i wanted to work in biochemistry or just completely change my life and i was insecure and scared about the decisions that i that i was about to do but now i don't actually i because i don't focus so much in the content for example i went to saudi arabia Uh, next uh, last month and i knew that i didn't i didn't went there to take beautiful pictures you know i was not focused on that so in the end i i don't feel that i have this amazing content to share in, on instagram i know that if i share pictures pictures from from saudi arabia i won't have thousands of likes or whatever but because i'm focused on the experience and the experience was amazing I don't need this approval yeah, of yeah. the community or this approval of the content that I make. I just because I I, I focus on different things, not just creating content. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, it makes it, it make makes all the sense. Know. It's like you are there. You don't are there to collect something that is visual that you can touch. Let's say, meaning that this is images. You are there to collect as well experience for you something that is not physical and that you cannot touch but like something yeah. that you will take it uh take it for you you know you know what i mean it's like you are not there just to collect yeah. uh things but also memories yeah of course that's i would like to these pictures to have even more reach and likes or whatever than the normal pictures from iceland or from Dolomites or something, but I know that they won't have, so I, I'm kind of okay with that. And I'm, I'm... Yeah, but that's that's fine, because I mean, at the end, it's like you are also doing what you love. So, I mean, at the end, you are doing something that it's it has a meaning for you and that it's meaningful for you, let's say. Yeah, maybe. So, João, I have to tell you now, are you ready to break the ice? <laughs> I don't know, man. Okay, okay, let's let's do it. Let's start. Bring it on. So, the first question. This is a very good one. Would you rather 
catch a ride from a drug lord or from a person that traffics humans? I think I would prefer to catch a ride from a dr drug lord, yeah. And what is the logic behind that? <laughs> no, I just... I, if, if you compare... I think they are two bad people, I imagine, and that they, go, they do bad things. But also, if you compare, I think a drug lord does less bad than... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and have you ever, like, perhaps had a situation like this where you felt like that you were, like, taking a ride from someone that might be a criminal? I actually, in Belize, I was hitchhiking from Belize to Mexico. Uh, the first car that stopped was, uh, like, a black, expensive-looking car. And I... Uh, was like asking where do you want to go but he had a a gun on it like like a gun on the and on the shotgun seat passenger seat oh shit. yeah 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 and i said hey man you have a gun on your seat and he was like oh sorry uh yeah i'm a police i'm a police <laughs> yeah. and i said okay yeah i don't know if you are a police but i i won't go with you if you don't mind and he said i understand and he just left But then at <laughs> least you asked politely, you said, I won't go with you if you don't mind, sir. So that was nice. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of scared because like everybody says says that Belize is dangerous and Mexico is dangerous. But but also I was not alone. So I was with a friend and that makes you feel more comfortable. And I still like waited for a little bit more. And then I took the next, yeah, I took another ride and... In a few hours, I was in Mexico. So that's that's good. So, what is the funniest joke you know by heart? Yeah, uh, I'm not good with that. I don't know any joke. Not that. at all. You like joke, but I don't. I don't know if I know any joke. You need to start hearing my captions more frequently. Yeah, yeah, I do follow. I'm not good with okay, that. Okay, we'll pass <laughs> this one. So. What is the most embarrassing thing you have? Uh, no, sorry. What is the strangest place you have pissed or take a poop? In my pants? No, man. I was not. I was talking more about the location, not. Uh... No. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But I think the last time that I wanted, I I needed to like take a shit. It was funny because I I, I did a um, four days. Uh, trail in, trekking in Colombia in this mountain that I was talking about uh, previously, Santa um, Parque Tairona and Santa Marta Mountain. And uh, so I, I was in the fourth day, I was almost arriving to like to my destination. Mm -hmm. And I, I had this feeling that I wanted to go to the toilet. I knew that <laughs> I needed to walk like 15 minutes more to get to a toilet. So I was like, okay. But then I, I, I had this feeling, oh no, I need to go now. So I started to run to the bush and I didn't add any paper. So I needed to oh. use, I had to use my, my underwear. Oh yeah, that's gross. The last time I think that oh, I had the shit. <laughs> and so uh, what is the most embarrassing thing you ever, ever used like a piece of clothing i hope it was not your, the underwear used to clean your ass i hope that at least <laughs> no i 
the most embarrassing thing that I had to use. I don't, I don't think I, I, the thing is that I use I use a lot of stupid things sometimes when I'm traveling. Yeah, but because I don't feel uncomfortable or embarrassed, I cannot say that I I am embarrassed of using. So you would be okay to just do a trip, uh, guide the trip fully dressed, like as a drag queen, for example. For example, yeah, it would be okay. Not a problem at all. Yeah. <laughs> so. So let's say I have this one. I think you're gonna like this one. So if peanut butter wasn't called peanut butter, what would it be called? Let's say that you could rebaptize peanut butter. What would be the name that you'll give to it? <laughs> yeah, I know you love it. I know I, I I love peanut butter indeed, but I'm not really imaginative. I think like so I don't know. It's not a very original name. So if you think about it, peanut butter, so I guess you can come up with something. Yeah, yeah, not, but I'm not creative at all, man. No. I don't know, like, God butter, I don't know. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that could be good. <laughs> so another one. If your five-year-old self, you suddenly found you, themselves mm -hmm. inhabiting on your current body, what would be the first thing that your five-year-old you would do first? I think you would be comfortable with... Mm, with the life that I'm living because I know I know when you, yeah. you wanted to make this uh, this is more this is shit talking, yeah it's so. shit talking not like introspective so I'm like like what would your five year old do but like do not think it would be like inside of your own body for example, me I would see if my penis has has, uh, has grown for example if, if it was me I would go to check my pants yeah. I'll just open my pants and check if I had a bigger penis. <laughs> I think I would go and drink a beer. What with I don't think that with five years old I was thinking about drinking beers, man. That's that's that worries me a little bit. I th I think I did because I I actually uh, asked my parents if I could like drink beer and drink uh, wine while they were drinking. So probably that was what I. Okay. Okay, that's interesting then. So now let's jump on a Q and A. So as if you don't know yet, I always announce on my on my Insta stories who are my guests, and I post there usually a Q and A that you can participate. You can put your questions and etc. So if you don't follow me yet, jump on Instagram, not another Mika, and follow my stories. I announce there the guests. I put the Q and A section where you can place your own questions to your guests, to our guests. So it's cool if you do it. So the first question I'm going to ask is from Arwins L, where she's asking, how do you come up with your ca captions? Like, where do you find inspiration and what stories do you tell on your captions? I don't, I don't, I don't uh, take a lot, a lot of energy on writing my captions. If I, if I have something to say, I say. If I don't, I don't care. I don't say nothing. Uh, so sometimes my, my pictures are have a story behind when, mm -hmm. when they have a story behind i just tell that story if they don't i just say nice and nice yeah. or whatever okay and now we have maria R. amorin i guess it's a family member of you yeah it's my sister and she's asking like if you could choose a person to travel with you uh who would you choose i guess that she's expecting you to say that it's her so be careful and don't mess this up no i think she's me to say my girlfriend. Ah, your girlfriend then. Actually, it was my girlfriend that the first big travel that I did was with her. 
we had some difficult moments, but also some really cool moments. So I think I will, if I, if I do, I will do another big trip for maybe more than a year. So, and we are thinking about doing that together. So, so, that would be the so if you would, could, that will be your girlfriend that you take. Yeah. Like if you have all the means and so on, if you yeah. could take someone else to travel with you, always it would be your girlfriend. <laughs> so now I have one question coming from Boleas da Marta that I'm not going to tell in Portuguese. It's in, in Portuguese means, do you have papas na lingua? That means like, do you have any sort of filter or you just shit talk whatever you want? It's from Boleas da Marta. I, I, have, I, I have a filter, I think. I say, I say, yeah, maybe I, th I say the things like maybe when I, when I'm not on Instagram, I should have a, uh, a better filter because sometimes I say things that I shouldn't say. And I think when I'm on Instagram, I say the things anyway, but I use a small filter that okay. allows me to. Yeah, to filter it. <laughs> Not just because of that. I, it's just like, it's a different, it's different, you know, it's different. So I say the same thing. If I'm mad, I say that I'm mad, but probably I say less curse words. And the message, the message passes better. You know, if I, if I, sometimes when, when I'm in person, I, the, I'm, I don't use a filter. So we had a kind of a technical issue. So we are going to continue from here. As you know, this is a no raw unfiltered podcast. So everything that happens <laughs> weird stays here. So uh, João, you were talking about the filter that you had. Right? Yeah. So I have a small filter, but I think it helps people understand better what I want to say. Yeah. But like I, I say curse words anyway. I say what I feel anyway. I don't hide stuff, you know. And sometimes mm -hmm. I... I, I make the effort to, to say things, even if I'm a little embarrassed or whatever, yeah. when I feel homesick or when I feel tired, when I feel that I want to be at home, I say that. Even if I, maybe I don't say that to my parents, I don't say that to, to my girlfriend, but I, I try to say that on Instagram so people know that yeah, traveling is not just <laughs> beautiful, amazing experiences. Also have some difficult moments. Yeah, yeah, and of course. I don't, I don't hide that, and I also don't run, run away from that. So, okay, that's good. And uh, Matthias Explorer asks, "What is the best and the worst moment you have ahead in your travels?" So the worst moments. The best and the worst. Yeah, I'm thinking about. I'm. Not, it's. It's for me. It's difficult to to name one like precisely. Yeah, one. because I. I'm not. I'm not this kind of people, you know, that thinks a lot about this kind of stuff. Yeah. And as... So let's, let's, I will sabotage Matias. I hope you forgive me about no, this but, one. But I, was, I, I can say like the worst moment that I have that I remember maybe uh, it was um, one day in Colombia, I took a bus and then I, I felt asleep. And then when I wake up, I didn't know where I was because like the bus was not on the main road. And I uh, saw a lot of people, like from a small village, uh, coming in the direction of the bus with rocks and sticks and stuff like that, and just they just uh, stopped the bus, and I thought, okay, I will die, for like okay. a few moments. But people in the bus were kind of 
they were not worried about that. They were calm. So after a few moments, I I stayed calm. But it was like kids or like a grown up. No, it was they they were actually trying to stop the bus because they they were making a point to the government. They didn't have electricity for like five years or something, and okay. they wanted the government to know. So they stopped the cars in the main road, and the guy from the bus tried to go through a different road, but he just went straight through the village. And people got mad with him, and oh, okay, okay. yeah. But then in the end, it was okay. I thought yes. they 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 would steal my bags that were on the truck, but they didn't. So <laughs> everything was okay. And then like strong moments, I have I have a lot of be- beautiful moments. I I think I the last moment that I where I really feel really emotional, it was uh, in Peru maybe. Because mm-hmm. I went to this village that I talked about and I brought these pictures to the kids that I always do. But they were not in the village because they had a wedding. So the wedding was like one hour maybe or two hours, one hour walking from the village. But in the mountains, so it's difficult to, mm-hmm. to get there. But I, I went to the wedding looking for them. And all the people from all the villages around were there. So there were like 300 people. Whoa. in the village and i was like what, uh, looking for them everywhere and then i saw one of the kids i called him and he took me to his family and i gave them them the pictures and they were really emotional and it was uh, it was really strong was that's cool. nice so and the last question comes from calamity images that you say what is the favorite thing about your career my favorite thing about my career you think you know like i the the my the favorite thing about my career is that i am doing what i want you know like i have sometimes people think that i have the perfect perfect life because i'm always traveling i mm-hmm. take nice pictures and i go to really cool places and i I don't have the perfect life because I don't I don't think that there is a perfect life. Yeah. When I when I when I travel that I do a lot and I really like to do I'm I'm not home and I really like to to be home to be with my parents with my yeah with my family with my friends. So when I decide to be home I'm not traveling. And when I'm traveling, I'm not home. And these are the two, my two favorite things. You know, so I'm always choos- choosing one. So I'm always giving up on something. It's not that I am traveling and I'm not giving up on nothing. I'm always giving up on something. Yeah, yeah, you're always yeah, losing. And that's, so. that's, I think, what makes my experience for me, for myself, uh, have... Uh, have value but also it's it's difficult so but but that's that's the the amazing thing about my career is that i'm doing what i love if i'm in if in, i'm in saudi arabia i'm there because i wanted to be there if i'm in portugal yeah, yeah. i'm here because i want to not not now because of the corona but <laughs> you understand in, the in, the, in the normal situation and yeah. that's that's a good thing when you find something that you like you will 
also have good days, bad days. You also you will have a normal life like everybody else, but you're doing what you like, so no one can take that out of you. Yeah, I agree with you. So with that, we come to the end of our interview. So I would like to tell tell you, João, very thanks a lot for accepting my invitation and to be here with us. Today. You're welcome, man. It was a pleasure <laughs> to have you. And for sure, guys, if you don't follow uh, João yet, make sure you go to Instagram and put follow the Sun Travel. He has an amazing stories uh, to to tell, and he's a great guy. So I would force you, let's say, to follow follow him. And I would also like to do an appeal, like if you are checking this uh, podcast for any platform like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, if you could just leave a good review on the podcast, it will help us a lot to grow and to reach to more people and to get more listeners so that also we can get our podcast to go further, get more people to sing it, being able to invite more and more interesting guests. So if you are just starting your day, I hope you have a great day ahead of you. If you are just finishing, I hope you had a very nice day. And don't forget, stay home and be safe. See you guys.